Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Very exciting, guys. We have Michelle and Nate on the podcast today. I'm going to try to fill in all the questions that you didn't get answers to on after the final rose, uh, they are a busy couple today. It's going to be interview after interview after interview. So I hope that I'm able to ask them some questions that they haven't been answering all morning long already. All right. Hey, guys. I'm so glad to have you guys here. Um, let's let's get the worst question over with. It has to be hard to hear her say, I love you to somebody else. Truly, how did it feel seeing that? And how long did it take to get over? Yeah, no. So that was one of, you know, that was just an early on conversation after the engagement. Okay. Um, I think we actually had that conversation while we were still in Mexico because we stayed in Mexico for, for a few days after. Um, so, you know, like I was privy to it pretty early on. Um, and, you know, we've definitely had conversations about it, but realistically, like something that, like 
that we've talked about is like, you know, and, and this is definitely my perspective of it all is like, we all know what we signed up for. And we all know that this is not the normal environment of how to meet somebody and, 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 and fall in love and all of that. Like there's, there's 30 guys and one girl. So I think in, in the, you know, in the, in the, oh, my bad, in the normal, like, you know, in this environment, things like this can happen, right? Like you're like, you're in an environment where you can catch, you can seriously fall in love um, with, with multiple people. Some people fall in love with multiple people. Some people fall in love with one person. Some people just simply don't fall in love. Right. Uh, but it's a unique environment where things like this can happen. Um, would it happen in, in, you know, the, the, the real world or whatever? Um, probably not. Right. But, um, you know, so that's something, you know, we were in this environment, it happened. Now we're not in that environment. It's just you and I against the world. You know, I got to wake up next to Michelle for the rest of my life. So, you know, it, it was just, it was just nice that we could have those conversations so early on. Like I definitely was not blindsided. You know, I knew about this back in September. Yeah. September. So, you know, um, it's, it's, it's unique, but Hey, at the end of the day, um, how, how upset can you really be or how like, I guess hurt can you really be right? It, it is what it is. You guys are part of a string of bachelor couples who you know, ended up together after the final, the first impression rose was given. So d does this make you believe more in love at first sight? And also like, Michelle, did you just constantly since night one have this, it's Nate, it's Nate, it's Nate, like blaring in your head? I, we've talked about this actually. We don't really believe in love at first sight just because for me and you as well, just, the whole having conversations and getting to know somebody for who they are and like the intellectual sides and all these different things like that's something that's incredibly important to me. And that takes time to learn that. And so now did Nate catch my attention the moment he stepped out of the limo? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and as we're having conversations, like it, my mind was like, Oh, Nate, Nate, like, I wonder what Nate's doing. I wonder, you know what I mean? Like he definitely was in the forefront of my mind a lot. Um, but in a way where I just wanted to continue to spend more time with him and get to know him more um, because of those feelings that I was starting to build. So watching the finale and you saying, you know, I love you to Brandon, at what point did you know you were going to choose Nate? Um, I, I had a really good conversation with Tasha, but a, a tough conversation with Tasha about this whole situation where I kind of broke down you know, me being uncomfortable with saying I love you to two different people, because I came into this thinking, how could you be in love with two different people? Like, how could you split your heart in half? But when you put yourself in this type of situation, it is a very realistic thing to happen if you are all in. And that's kind of what I talked to her about of, you know, if I'm feeling these things and I've asked these men to put all of their feelings out on the table how am I supposed to hold my back? Now, if I had known at that time that it was for sure, Nate, I wouldn't have, you know, communicated those things. Um, but because I really did challenge myself to stay open to the very last minute, because, you know, as you know, one conversation in a situation like this, where it's like a high pressure cooker, one conversation can change a lot because you do learn a lot about somebody one day could change something. And so, you know, I really wanted to make sure I was putting all of my thoughts and feelings out there. Um, if I was tr truly feeling those and then I stayed open to the very last minute so that I can make 
the best decision where I would, you know, I know for sure. And I have that 100% clarity because I put everything out on the line in both relationships. Now your parents, we know that they had a little bit of a, Brandon had a heads up there a little bit. He got to meet them (laughs) when you were in Minnesota. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, your mom said that he came across warmer at first, but now we know because after the final rose that both your families are obsessed with each other now, which is great. But Michelle, how did your parents react when they found out that you were engaged to Nate? Was there a moment where they were like, Oh, okay. Now, now we totally see that you've made the right decision for yourself. Um, They just, my parents are so supportive and, you know, I really was open with them with where I was at and how I was feeling in both relationships. And one thing that my parents have always done is that they support me 100%. And so, you know, my mom and Brandon had a conversation and my mom and Nate had a conversation and, you know, it may seem to the public like that those conversations, you know, um, went differently and they did to a certain extent, but for me and my family, we like to make sure that we can talk through things and navigate through things. And so, um, that's exactly what Nate and my mom did. And it didn't start off on this, you know, necessarily positive, you know, foot, but what Nate really showed my mom is that, you know, when she expressed her concerns, he was able to have that conversation Mm -hmm. and work through those. And he didn't back away from that. And, at the end of that day, I did receive confirmation from both my parents that they would support me with whatever decision I made. And so when I got to call them and they found out it was Nate, my mom said, okay, I knew it. And she was so excited. <laughs> and um, yes, and haven't looked back since. So they've been, they've been awesome. Nate, I was kind of similar to you. I didn't really have much real serious relationship experience going into the show. And then I ended up marrying Jared, who was really my first serious relationship, the only person I ever exchanged I love yous with in my life. And going up to that point, I was like, what's it going to be like to like have a boyfriend and like to be in love? Like, are we going to run out of things to talk about? Like, how is this going to evolve? This being like your kind of first, like real serious committed relationship. uh, Mm -hmm. First, I love yous. Like, how has that been for you? Has it been as natural as like people have made it seem? Oh yeah, 100%, 100%. Like that's that's one thing that, you know, if we, we wanna talk about like our relationship, to sum it up like natural, like it, it just comfortable, natural. Um, we are just, you know, like two peas in a pod, you know what I mean? And it's it's amazing, it's amazing. So yeah, no, it's it's smooth sailing. Um, it, it's just, it really is something beautiful, right? So. And side note, I do really relate to what you were saying about a favorite song during after the final yeah rose. yeah yeah because okay good because so- i don't know how, you know it's, it's hard to explain things sometimes you know i'm glad that somebody kind of good knew what i was talking about oh my gosh <laughs> there have been albums where i listened to it the first time and i'm like oh man that's my favorite artist but they just came out with an album and i don't think i like it after the first run through and then yeah. i listen to it again and again and it becomes my favorite album yeah. um so yeah. i totally totally understand what you're saying yeah. um the storyline of you being reserved and like not yeah. having experience and not being comfortable expressing yourself. Do you think that was like overdone? Michelle, was that something that you were focused on throughout or was that something that was focused on most for TV sake? I think that this environment, we, it's like, it's like a catch 22 kind of situation where, you know, 
you do, you're watching, you're hoping as a viewer to watch all these love stories unfold. And like, you want these incredibly romantic, perfect love stories. And that can happen. But also at the same time, it's like, if you get real people in this situation, we are not going to like, we are not going to look like we have it together because, you know, Nate hasn't been in a situation where he's talked about emotions. His family has talked about emotions. He said those, I love you's and those different things. And so not only is he doing that for the first time, but now he's doing that for the first time in front of cameras and producers in this whole situation. So this man's learning curve was incredibly steep and, you know, he, being reserved and trying to navigate that situation while also trying to make sure he's remaining true to himself while also challenging himself to be vulnerable for me was just all these different things that he was balancing. And, you know, if, if he comes off more reserved, it is, it's a quick process. And, you know, if that can play off as however it did it for me, it was not like, it was his character that was in question. It was like, okay, this man has some walls up, like, let's talk about marriage on our second date. Right. Like, <laughs> like understandable. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, like, let's take a step back and actually like, if you look at these things on paper, like it was really truly amazing that he was able to learn that quickly, put his feelings out there, even in this chaotic environment where yeah. there's other people and all these different factors. And you truly are seeing a human navigate love and what's not, what's not beautiful about that. So mm-hmm. I love that answer. Uh, down payment on the house. Like, wow. Was that just the biggest? Let's go. Like, what kind of gift was that? That's incredible. Like, I I feel like you guys are the first couple to have gotten like a gift of that size (laughs) during the finale. Yeah. I was not expecting that. What we were not expecting that whatsoever. You could see it on our faces. (laughs) Um, still is not sunk in at all. Um, I was even nervous, like lifting the check out of the box. I'm like, is this the real thing? Like I got icing on it. What do I do? You know, but um, we were just really, really just so grateful grateful for that because I mean, I mean, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What, like, how can you say words cannot describe how we feel and our appreciation for that? Yeah. um, That that's awesome. Good, good for you guys. I am a little jealous. <laughs> we'll um, put it to good use. We'll invite yes, you, you to the housewarming party, though. <laughs> okay. So, um, Clayton, like he has gotten a lot of negativity around his, his him being the choice of bachelor. Nate, as somebody who has lived in a house with him, please let us know why he was chosen to fit the role. Oh, I mean, like, I mean, I wasn't a part of the decision making, so I don't know, <laughs> well, I I don't know. know why. But I mean, he's, like, I'm super happy. Like, 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 Clayton is a, is a stand up guy. Like, like that is he's a, he's a he's a good friend of mine. Um, and you know, like, I I, I think I think it was it was the right decision. Um, it, you know, so I'm I'm happy with uh I'm I'm happy with, I'm I'm happy for Clayton. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited to start watching that, that season. I know Michelle and I already, already talked that we're going to be locked in come January 3rd. So, oh, that's great. Okay. Well, I know you guys have to go, but I have one last question for you. Um, how, I mean, how much pressure is there to one stay together right now and to start planning, um, a, a wedding because bachelor nation has had 
a lot of breakups this year and everybody's looking for like the fairy tale positive ending. And are you like, are you guys going to give into this pressure of just like, let's let's get the wedding going or are you going to date as so many tend to? I mean, we like bachelor. We love bachelor nation (laughs) support, you know, but like, also we came into this very much knowing that I choose you, you choose me. Like this is our relationship and we do love sharing it with people. Um, and with us, I feel like we can't get the ball rolling fast enough. I remember like he asked me, he's like, so when are we going to start looking at like dates? And I'm like, dates for what? And he's like, the wedding. I was like, oh, oh okay, nice. let's go. That was good. <laughs> you know? And so we, I, we kind of are two people who, you know, once we get engaged, like we kind of want to get to the next step. Okay. Like we don't want to have a long engagement mm-hmm. um, for us personally. And as far as like pressure to stay together, there is no pressure whatsoever. Like that's not even something that has, yeah, it's just you and who me. cares? Like, I mean, I'm just like, I'm focused on him. He's focused on me. And it's like, yeah. you know, people, it's our world. There's just, you know, we're in a fish bubble and people are watching it. But like, that's it. People are just going to be happy that he's talking about wedding dates and all that. That's that's awesome. Uh, OK, fine. I have one more question about the um, the overnights. You know how you guys get to have the little happy couple weekends. What yes. would you spend most of your time doing? Um, make it PG-13. Happy couple weekends. Uh, what would we say? Oh shoot! I mean, blasting music, dancing blasting around, music, singing, being weird, um, talking, a lot of cooking. We cook a lot and a lot cooking, of eating. Yeah. What's Breakfast. what's the go-to meal? Who's good at cooking what? throwing down in the kitchen yeah yeah, yeah. we I both mean, can cook but i will a lot say of breakfast food, a yeah, lot of breakfast food like yeah. a mean brunch but yeah. i will we both can cook well he like prefers like he wants to get up before me and like have breakfast ready for yeah. me Aww. which is really which is really sweet right but then sometimes i'm like stop like let me like i can do it okay let me cook us breakfast but yeah he's he's he can throw down well what's the specialty Ooh, the french toast um, French toast with like a whole bunch of different fruit on top of it with whipped cream syrup, you know, some bacon on the side, turkey bacon on the side, maybe even some scrambled eggs on the side. Um, but then we do a lot of like breakfast bagels, um, a lot of, uh, you know, just breakfast sandwiches, things like that. But yeah, just a lot of breakfast food in general, honestly. <laughs> delicious. And you guys are delicious to look at. Like what a beautiful couple, like, wow, please be like models gorgeous <laughs> all right well good luck to you guys enjoy the um you know being out and free about your relationship it's a really fun time yeah, okay well thank, thank you, you so bye. Much. bye bye what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, well, that was fun. I actually feel like they are going to stand the test of time. They are very happy. They feel very, I feel like they are very confident and secure in their relationship. Um, I'm excited to hopefully have a bachelor nation couple make it to the altar, stand the test of time. Jared and I need, um, we need a little bit more company <laughs> in that realm. So you guys uh, let us know. All your thoughts and feelings at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. We love you so much. 
Until next week, hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and we'll be back before the new year. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. Was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.